The internet is crammed full of information, some of which is educational, some of which is entertaining, and some of which is unexplainable, according to those who write it. Shipped High in Transit is a podcast that aims to investigate unexplained phenomena and present the evidence and facts with the objective of proving or disproving those urban legends from around the world. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Shipped High in Transit, the podcast where we debunk popularly held beliefs and stories. The show is based on a conversation we had a while back where our friend Ira said that the word shit was an acronym for shipped high in transit because the methane released from wet manure being transported by ship caused explosions and to stop this, S-H-I-T was printed on the sides of the containers so they stayed dry. This turned out to be untrue and so the idea was born to have a show devoted to this subject. Each episode will usually encompass two hosts who will bring a story each which has either been debunked or is unexplained. These are split by listener interactions and quick shits, which are bite-sized debunkings, which can be expanded upon in later episodes if they prove to be interesting enough or are voted for by you, the listener. Hello and welcome back to Ship Tie in Transit. My name is Tom and uh, later on in the show I will be talking about spontaneous human combustion. And I'm Ant and I will be discussing the penny myth uh, right about now. Have you ever been to New York, Tom? I have, yes. Right. Yeah, a few years ago now. A few years ago. And one of the things to do in New York, one of the must-dos... <clears throat> Uh, yeah. Must do? Must do. Must, it's normally must see, isn't it? Yeah, but, but... you do it, don't you? It's <clears throat> yeah. uh, to climb uh, what was, for a little while, one of the tallest buildings in mm. in New York or yes. in the world, uh, which is the Empire State Building, which stands at a, well, the top floor, the top observation deck is at 1,250 feet. Or it is quite 380 high. meters, yeah. which is 103 stories. Yes, which we call floors in, in the UK, <laughs> 103 floors. It has 103 floors. Interestingly, did you know that the spire <clears throat> for the Empire State Building itself was originally a mooring station for airships? Yes, yeah. And the 103rd floor was going to be the embanking de- or de- de- departing. De- yeah. yeah. What's the word? The uh, the the yeah. <laughs> the place where people are lighted. <laughs> Yes, I suppose, uh, yeah. So uh, it's like, and there was a dedicated elevator between the, what was it, 103rd and the 86th floor? Yeah. Is the other observation deck is the 86th, which is, they would take, get to the 86th and then take an elevator after checking in to go up to the airship. I mean, you can can still go up to the very top um, layer, but it's an extra $20 or something like that. To go in the special lift, the special elevator. For which you don't get very much more of a... Yeah, which is interesting. I never realised that about the Empire State Building itself. Yeah, I don't know whether I did before I went there, I'm going to be honest. Mm. But yeah, that airship was the uh, the way to get around. the transport of the future, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, because obviously it was built in the 20s, wasn't it, I believe? Uh, Or was it the 30s? 30s. It was the 30s, Mm. yeah. But that was before the the Hindenburg disaster. Yeah, it was, um, I think they started uh, excavation on the ground January or February in 1930. 30 i had it all up and then i obviously <laughs> closed it and the construction of the actual building itself started in the may mm. so like four months later three four months later and it was finished within 15 months and it was supposed to be 18 months but there was a race to be the tallest building oh, okay. between that the chrysler building and That's waldorf right. yeah. astoria hotel yeah. and then empire state building 
blew them out of the water. Yeah. But it only lasted like a good four or five years, I think. All right. Or 20. <laughs> I think the Chrysler building's a better looking building. It does really look a lot nice. nicer, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so... But that's not what this is about, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. But it is, it is all to do with this, you know. You, you get missed, you've got to stretch them out a little bit. Um, <laughs> do you know where it got its name from? What, the Empire State yes. Building? Uh, no, I don't think I do. Well, apparently, New York is known as the Empire State, or was known as the okay. Empire State, so it got its name, you know. There you <laughs> it's go. It's a building in the Empire yeah. State. Uh, now, there is some speculation over why New York is called the Empire State as well, mm. um, which is probably a myth, a, 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 discu- a topic for another discussion right. another time, because uh, nobody knows. Okay. <laughs> so, it's not to do with con- a colony, though, is it? it it's it, That's one of the things. <clears> it's uh, like because it, it was called the Empire State once, it overtook Virginia as the most populated state, oh, or it's because of the amount of trade and things like mm. that. So it was the Empire oh, I see. State. But there is no fact to back up this claim uh, but i suppose you were one of these airship passengers mm. and you were on your observation deck on the 86th floor before yep. you took your your elevator and you had a pocket full of change yeah now if you were to throw that change over the edge of the building or even just one penny could you could you resist could you resist <laughs> now what would happen to the people below well, if they were clouted in the head with one of these massively heavy pennies. <laughs> well, I've heard it could split you right in two. Yeah, it, there is this myth that a penny was dropped over the edge and it hit someone and just went straight through their head, mm. straight through their body. Yeah. You know, they had a nice penny-shaped hole <laughs> all from the way their through. head all the way through. <laughs> a small um, slot. Yeah. <laughs> they became a human piggy bank. Now, this is something It's <clears throat> one of those th- myths that, like I heard it and I was like, oh my God, that's terrifying. And it makes total sense mm. because the amount of speed that penny must yeah. get. Yeah, yeah. Because everything accelerates at a, a constant speed. It, yeah. I mean, by the time it hits the ground, it must be going easily a thousand miles an hour You or would something. think, wouldn't you? Mm. I mean, these pennies. <laughs> yeah, so... Sorry, I'm being facetious. I know today. you are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it is this common myth that everybody has heard and... Nobody knows where it came from. Mm. Now, I mean, like, you've got this, I think, like, psychologists theorise it's because you're, like, standing on top of the world. So it's this power. Mm. You know, you've got this power up there. So if you just dropped a penny, you could kill someone. Right, yeah. You know, um, but there's no, again, no evidence to back this up. Like, that this is the this is why people, why the myth started. Mm. It's strange. I don't know where things start. Someone just said it and it's people take it as things, face value yeah, because it makes sense. It's quite sensational as well, I guess. People it's a tall like building. A... Anything you drop off there is going to kill someone, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um the problem is there is a there's a there's a phenomena known as terminal velocity, mm. which is the maximum speed an object can reach in freefall. Mm-hmm. Um which is caused because <sighs> This is me and Tom. This is, the, this is the science part. It's trying to. It's trying for me to understand it. Like it's a mm. concept you understand, but it's to explain it in layman's terms, I suppose. Is so quite it's ex- so it's accessible to everyone. It is true that everything falls at a constant speed. Mm-hmm. If you dropped an elephant, you know you'd have to be pretty strong to pick it up to drop it in the true. first place. And you dropped a feather, they would fall at the same. They would accelerate at the same speed. Mm. Now they would stop accelerating at the same speed after a point. Because the elephant is bigger and it has more mass than the feather, mm. the elephant would continue to accelerate until it reaches its terminal velocity, whereas the feather would reach its terminal velocity a lot sooner. Quicker, yeah. So it would start slowing down. Mm. Now, the terminal velocity is the point where gravity and air resistance yes. reach equilibrium. Mm. Like they are in balance. Everything has to reach zero. So once 
once they reach zero like acceleration the, the gravity <clears throat> yeah once they're balanced once yeah. they hit an equal force so to speak it would stop accelerating and mm. it would fill at a constant speed at that point i hope that makes sense and it's to, to do everyone. with aerodynamics as well it isn't is it? aerodynamics it's the mass. and mass it's and the mass the, the elephant has a lot of gravity. mass so gravity has has a stronger effect on yeah. the elephant because it's it's has more mass mm. <clears throat> it's more massive it is to use the correct term terminology <laughs> whereas the feather obviously is a lot lighter now mm. a penny this is an american penny mm. this is this is a one cent coin i don't know if our pennies are the same i, I think it's like they're similar a similar size a cent and a penny i think a cent is a lot thinner isn't it yeah i don't yeah. know anyway i think you're but right a, a cent a one penny an american penny weighs one gram right so it will you know the 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 terminal velocity of a penny uh, you know uh, might reach 100 miles an hour right which seems extremely fast if it hits you it's gonna mm. do you some damage unfortunately it, well unfortunately fortunately <laughs> it won't do you a lot of damage it might leave a little like a red mark it might leave a well yeah. it might sting yeah if it hits you traveling at 100 miles an hour it still doesn't change the fact it weighs a gram it weighs a gram. Is what you're saying. Yeah, it still weighs a gram, yeah. so it's going to hit you. You could do more damage by throwing a penny at someone. Yeah. Because you can throw it faster. It's terminal velocity. You've got the initial acceleration. Yeah. It will slow down eventually. <clears throat> That's right. But if you throw it at someone, a horizontal pain, a plane, it will do probably hurt a lot more than if someone just dropped it. Because the problem is when you drop a penny, mm. because of its shape, because it's a flat disc, yeah. it will start spinning. That's right. And that which, will slow it down anyway. Which will slow it down because it increases the air resistance mm. on it if it's spinning like end over end mm. if it's if you can get if you can be really clever and drop <laughs> it edge on and keep it edge on it will probably hurt a lot more yeah but you're not <clears throat> likely to at some point the wind will change and start flipping and yeah. the, the penny will tumble so that will slow it down so it probably won't reach 100 miles an hour and then the other fact you've got factor you've got to take in is the updraft mm. because wind <clears throat> will hit the empire state building and travel up travel upwards yeah so which There's increases more. the wind resistance, which lowers... Which will slow it down yeah. again. So you'll be lucky if it even reaches 50 <clears throat> miles an hour, yeah. to be honest with you. Equally, because of the way the Empire State Building is shaped, it yeah. will be amazing to hit the ground at all. But yeah, because fact. you've got the edges that jut yeah. out. So yeah. mm. you're not going to hit the floor. Yeah. You're not going to hit the floor. Or you will hit the floor, but the problem is you'll probably hit the floor a couple of blocks over. Yeah. Because the updraft will cause the penny to fly up in the air and across. Yeah. So you're not going to kill anyone standing below the Empire State Building because you're not going to hit them. No. Because it will just travel out from the building. Mm. Like, if... You, the, it's a strange myth, isn't it? It is. It's totally strange. Like, when you think... People tell you, and you're like, well, yeah, that makes sense because mm. it's going to accelerate. Yeah. And then you think about it, and you're like, but then it's a penny. Yeah. It's small. And when if you learn about terminal... Hammer, then yes. If it was a hammer, even if it was a 50-gram 50, <clears throat> 50 nut, like a bolt, yeah. a mm. nut, nut or bolt, mm. that has less wind resistance because yeah. of the shape of it. It's thicker. Mm. And it's a bit heavier. It's yeah. fi- I mean, it's 50 grams. It's like 50 times as heavy as a penny. Mm. That would probably kill you if yeah. that hit you properly, which is why on building sites you wear hard hats because... They they, they, they work with a lot of heavy metals yeah. and things and bigger because it's a building mm. and bigger nuts and bolts. So they would kill you. But yeah, penny, not going to kill you. No. Because of the terminal velocity is very low on a penny. Mm. You know, and it's not very aerodynamic. No. So. Uh, this is it. It's one of those that. strange things, isn't it? Do we know where the myth originated? No, that's what I say. That It, yeah. it, it might be, like the psychologists say, it might be the power of being so high yeah. up in the air. <clears throat> but yeah, it's very difficult to track down. I did look. 
online mm. and I couldn't find anything. I mean, maybe someone with better Googling skills than myself. <laughs> better SEO. Someone will. Someone's probably going to contact us about it. But yeah, yeah someone with it better be knowledge, nice. better, more knowledge on the facts <clears throat> may be able to find out. If you, if you do find out, definitely let us know. Yeah. Either at show at shiptimetransit.com or probably easier, abhpod at gmail.com or tweet us yeah. at shiptime. Yeah. just to let us know and or come find us on facebook if you've heard and interestingly as well you know this like there is that story the penny dropped killed the man mm. apparently no penny has ever been dropped off of the empire state building oh really yeah okay i mean i'm sure people have tried no because they have the high fences don't they yeah there are high fences you can stick your head through them mind you so you probably could maybe they mean no penny has ever been dropped to the ground no and this is what i'm saying again with your like, with the updraft thing yeah. as well as the fact that the building is shaped in a kind of like you say it's got jutting it's tapered out. it's tiered yeah yeah mm. so it's kind of pyramidical P- pyramidical that's a word right it is now it's pyramid shaped in a way because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it kind of you know it, it does tape goes to a point it yeah. tapers but it tapers mm. um in you got it, it's squares squ- straight edges <laughs> there's more floors on the bottom there's there's more offices on the bottom than there is on the top yes yeah there's more f- surface f- 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 do you know what the easiest thing square to do footage for the listeners would yeah. just go look at a picture google the empire image state the empire state building <laughs> yeah see what we mean <laughs> yeah and they say as well like um even the people building on the empire state building the building you know you've got those yeah. famous pictures yeah yeah that photography is amazing mm. from that like even those guys possibly joked about dropping pennies but none of them ever did it no and i think only like four or five people have ever jumped off to kill themselves mm. like which is why those massive fences are now there yeah yeah to stop people um, committing suicide yeah so there we go if you drop a penny off the empire state building it's you're not, just an idiot yeah you've lost a penny it won't hit the floor it won't kill anyone it's not going to crack a pavement tile no not at all i mean yeah. even the Mythbusters, um mm. they did they fired uh, uh they uh, they modified a staple gun because i think they covered this one when i was searching for it, I was like, oh, okay. oh the Mythbusters have done of it. course they have crap um <laughs> they modified a staple gun to fire pennies obviously because mm. they're not going to drop it no and i think they fired it out of the gun at 65 miles an hour right um, which they calculated as the terminal velocity. It's hard to calculate because it, do- it definitely depends on the weather conditions mm. and how you drop it and how much it's going to tumble. But they fired at 65 miles an hour. They marked the pavement, but they didn't do any significant damage to it. Right. And I think they only marked the pavement when they fired it like at 100 miles an hour. Mm. They didn't do any significant damage, but yeah, they fired it at a, a silicon head with a skull inside it, okay. and it did crack the skin a bit. Okay, but it's all it's all conditional. But a coin will do that anyway. If you like, you say if you throw a coin at a person, you're gonna split their eye. Aren't yeah, you? You it know? depends how you <laughs> yeah. hit the person yeah. and where you hit yeah. the person. If you hit them on the arm, you're probably not gonna break the skin. If you hit them on the head, you might break the skin. It's thinner, if you're lucky less... and edge on, because there's less. Yeah, it's thinner and there's not as much there's cushioning. Less flesh. Yeah. there as well isn't there so mm. there you go drop a penny off the empire state building make not... some annoy someone yeah <laughs> ow where a the mild... fuck did that come from <laughs> a mild irritant yeah <laughs> a bee could do more damage mm. so are we moving on to the quick shit section of the show yeah i have a quick shit that mm. i did a little bit of research on again it's the empire state building it's to do with tall buildings yeah in general is committing suicide mm from a tall building and now there's that that myth and i think 
post 9-11 people like to believe this myth mm. because of the, the it just yeah. makes you feel silver lining that yeah. if, silver lining in a situation <laughs> like that if you commit suicide from a tall building you're going to die before you hit the ground mm. of a heart attack or something isn't it yeah. they usually say that your 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 brain can't take or you, the traumatic experience yeah. like of yeah. killing yourself now again not true mm. unfortunately it's horrible to think about you know that famous video from 9-11 yeah the falling if, man the falling man and people saying oh he would have died before he hit the ground yeah. so he wouldn't have known anything about it. it unfortunately it's not true just take into account skydivers yeah they free fall for a very long time they reach terminal velocity mm. as we were talking about already they don't die but is that because they're safe in the knowledge that they have a parachute I wouldn't have thought so mm-hmm. I mean no, I mean, people... I mean, people I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, I mean, people have <laughs> skydived without... And the parachute has failed. Yeah. And they didn't die. Once they realised the parachute failed... Well, I mean, they might have died. There's been people that haven't died. Right, Some yeah. people, obviously, people well, have died um, with failed parachutes. Well, that air stewardess, um, that German air stewardess was involved in a... There was an explosion on a plane at 33,000 feet. Right. And she survived the free being the f- thrown out of the plane at 33,000 yeah, yeah. feet. She survived... And yeah, went and on she to knew she life. didn't have a parachute. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, it's so there, I just, I just argued go. against myself. Thank, thank you. You <laughs> saved me. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and you think when you commit suicide as well, you've already succumbed to the fact that you're committing suicide. Mm. So you will probably be more at peace with the fall. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose you're not working yourself up into a frenzy, are you? No. When you're throwing yourself off. With the intention, with of the intention of killing yourself, yourself, unless you have an oh shit moment. Yeah. Now the worst that can happen to you, I mean, obviously, if you've got a heart condition, blah blah blah, there's more chance that you are going to die mm. from the forces applied to your body, and you know, and being scared. Mm. But the worst that will happen to you if you're in full health and you drop, fall off a tall building, or you jump out of a tall building, or you're the Golden Gate Bridge. I don't think you reach terminal velocity off a Golden Gate Bridge. No, it's not high enough for a, for a person because you've got a higher terminal faster terminal <laughs> velocity um anyway the worst that will happen to you is you will pass out yeah possibly from stress mm-hmm. possibly from oxygen overload because that's the other thing people the, say the rushing oxygen rushing bread. into your body uh, bread bread Head. yeah oh. <laughs> rushing into your body will cause you to die yeah it'll explode your lungs now the worst is that you will pass out mm. but you're not gonna die no you're not gonna die you will <laughs> you will die <laughs> When you hit, or not is- necessarily, because um, when I, again going back to my New York trip, um, one of the city guides there was saying about people jumping from the uh, the Empire State oh, Building. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, this and, ties uh, in all so well. Yeah, I know it? it's Brilliant. good, isn't it? Amazing. It's um, almost as if we planned. It. Almost. Uh, yeah, he he was saying that um, there was a woman who tried to throw herself off the building, but she only fell something like. 15 stories she hit the next tier well the the updraft blew her back in and she actually landed she landed on a balcony and broke her hip yeah but yeah she didn't die you would need to uh, the guy was saying you would actually need to take a running jump and even then you would end up two blocks over because of how far the updraft would take you yeah yeah so you would pass out uh eventually you would die because the forces applied to your body when you hit the ground would kill you. Like apparently uh, if you jump off the Empire State Building, the force or reach terminal velocity, your head would weigh 10,000 tons or 10 tons. <laughs> like that's insane. Yeah. Like, yeah. So 
you're not going to die if you jump off a tall building until you hit the ground. You will mm. not die in the air. No. So that's my quick. My my advice would be not to not to do it. Which is, was almost as long as my actual. <laughs> but yeah, that's my. <laughs> that was my quick shit. Yeah. So a penny will not kill someone off the top off of a building, and you won't die in free fall when you jump off a building. Sadly. Or yeah. Not. You well. You you have to be. Well, you might pass out, so you won't be conscious. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's more chance if you pass out. There's more chance of surviving the fall because your body relaxes mm. as long as it's not too high. Yeah. <laughs> Um, my quick shit um, is less of a debunking this week or this yes. this episode. This episode is not. And uh, no, I forget. <laughs> and uh, more of a more of a listener request. Uh, we got a yeah. we got a tweet from um, Nerd Church podcast yeah. um, saying, "Here's one for you." We recently heard people used to make food spicy or hot as a preservative. Mm. Um, this kind of goes back to an episode of Anywhere But Here yes. that we did um, a little while back in July yeah. um, where I claimed quite boldly yes. that um, that spices were used as a preservative. They were used to preserve foods in... certain In, in India. We in were ho- talking about yeah. curries, I think, yes. weren't we? Yeah, yeah. I believe. We were, yeah, yeah. Um, and they, uh, the guys over at Nerd Church there... Genuinely took- or... <laughs> <laughs> took i think they took umbrance with it um i think it's, it's 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 a good attitude to have yeah to question something of course that you you hear something you're like and oh. that's the point we we like we want to have listener interactions and if we're if we're spouting rubbish then yeah. call us out on it because we we do as much research as is necessary we don't go overly yeah big on these things do we but obviously this was from another podcast so basically what it was i was saying that um you know spices in yeah. curries were mainly used to preserve the meat yes um because there was no refrigeration yeah at the time you yeah, know, yeah yeah before the invention of the refrigerator um or even pantries or larders yeah yeah uh, yes uh cold storerooms and i've i've gone to a couple of scientific journals and uh, and papers on the subject um, just so that I could I could see you know what was going on, and uh, effectively it's kind of it's it's a happy coincidence really right. is that spices taste good yes and people like to spice their food with all sorts um, but certain spices are really good at stopping the growth of microorganisms in food yeah and essentially what it is foods that have spices infused into them right will will like the <laughs> they won't spoil as quickly so it slows the growth yeah of basically it's not gonna preserve them bacteria forever yeah oh, of course yeah but neither does refrigeration no um it just slows the process of these micro uh microorganisms like you know yeast and 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 things like that yeah. from kind of taking hold and spoiling the meat and this has been done for thousands of years. Yeah, certain spices are, have more antimicrobial properties yeah. than others. Um, you know, the strongest being your kind of mustards and cinnamon. Oh. Uh, the weakest being pepper and ginger. Doesn't but they still it. have micro... Um, Anti... Yeah. <laughs> Anti- antibacterial, antibacterial properties. properties yeah. yeah. Um, and effectively, you know, they've been used for thousands of years by many cultures. And the, the, the main use of spice is to enhance flavor 
and the aroma of certain foods, but also it has been noted that certain spices help preserve food for longer. Yeah. So it's it's like I say, it's kind of a happy coincidence, but it is it's proven. Uh, and I'm I'm I've got like I say a couple of scientific papers so in front of me. It's not necessarily the fact that people used to use spices to preserve the meat. No. Just more the fact that when people put spices on the meat, it would it, preserve them for longer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and someone might have noticed that, and then they started to use yeah the spices for that. Yeah. So it's it's a. And then refrigeration came along, and now yeah. we just use spices for the initial use just for of flavouring. So it's uh, kind of half truth. It's half truth. Yeah. yeah. It, they do have the the fact is spices do have um, a preserve a preserving quality about yeah. them. So there we are. And older civilizations did use them for that reason. So um so yeah, nerd church. There you go. We have uh, been able to bring you some scientific knowledge on that. Yeah. I guess. Hopefully. Um, I can post the links to the uh, to the to the papers that I've been reading as well. Yes, I think we will. We should. Yeah. Just so people can read it, so they understand it mm. more. And- so yours so uh moving on to my main story today which is a quite a famous one yeah it's um it's, it's something famous. that's been um it's it's been used in literature over time it's been in fact mm-hmm. it was in the uh the the first episode of season eight of doc two last night was it in the arts ah. so there you know where we are in time at yes, the moment yeah it was last night season everyone. eight yes um but yeah so it's spontaneous human combustion mm. is the thing that i'm talking about today um and effectively there there have been certain deaths uh throughout history that can only be kind of explained away by the fact that the victim just burst into flame all of a sudden and no one quite knows why yeah it is it's that thing that you hear and you're like that doesn't sound real and no. then you hear more about it and you're like well what else could it be the thing is like it's the only plausible explanation yeah for certain deaths well, yeah typically the bodies disintegrate to ash um except mainly in these cases for the feet and the skull really yeah i've not I've, that's um, strange one i've not heard that that side yeah of it there before. are some certain uh, notable examples. Uh, there was a man called Henry Thomas from uh, Ebu Valley in Wales. Right. He was a 73-year-old man and found burnt to death in the living room of his council house uh, in 1980. Was this the guy who sat in his chair? Yeah. Yes, I have, yeah. I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His entire body was incinerated, leaving only his skull and a portion of each leg below the knee. The yeah. feet and legs were still clothed in socks and trousers. Half the chair in which he had been sitting was also destroyed. Police forensic officers described that the incineration of Thomas was due to the wick effect. His death was ruled death by burning as he had plainly inhaled the contents of his own combustion. So inhaled the contents of his own combustion means like he ingested a flammable... Thing, yeah. Um, And it seems to be that... um, spontaneous human combustion happens in elderly people and people with uh lower mobility right uh and whether that's due to old age or obesity yeah you know it, it generally affects yeah people of restricted movement but there's there's uh seems odd yeah it's strange isn't it yeah the, there's stay active kids well this is it and the theories around it there's there's two main theories around um human spontaneous combustion that is either the victims were witches right 
or uh, they were devotees of spirituous liquors. Now, these theories are from medieval times, I imagine. <laughs> um, yeah, but still, even today, uh, people, the people who generally die of this combustion are found to be largely alcoholics also. Right. Uh, with cases of high blood pressure. Oh, okay. Obviously, these things are taken from the medical records before they burst into flames because mm. it's probably quite hard to perform these um, tests on bodies that don't exist. True. Uh, in 1800, um, a French scientist called Pierre-Amy Lair found that many victims uh, who were small, fat and fond of the bottle had incinerated, leaving only one hand, one foot and the bones of the skull. There's a, the, Like I say, it just seems to be that mostly these victims are quite sedentary and unhealthy i'd imagine like that guy in 1980 that was sat in his chair Mm. you'd you'd think that like like the the lower portion of his bodies would burn up and the rest of the chair and the house would be on fire i mean it seems odd that it's concentrated to just his body and part of the chair yeah it's it's strange because it doesn't um basically human skin actually burns like wax oh okay i see um and once it's gone it stops being combustible, but it, it's not like it's on fire. It's almost like they melt away, I believe, so, from yes. what I've read. Oh, okay. So that that kind of does explain then, because mm-hmm. it was an internal combustion, but n- like they burn from the inside out. Yeah. Then, the, then the, the obviously the skin would stop the flames spreading. Exactly. So much. Yeah, because uh, you've also got metaphysical explanations as well, um, ranging from psychic suicide. Uh, so they willed themselves into yeah to, to erratic behavior of the body's heat regulating mechanisms so your body's so overheated your body overheats and then combusts loses its yeah um some certain researchers have plotted reports of combusted corpses against peaks of geomagnetic activity in the earth and found them surprisingly coincident so this also happens in um, bodies that have recently died they just and randomly burst into flames. Yeah, but it also coincides with certain things that happen in the Earth to do with, you know, seismic activity yeah. or whatever. It will affect strange the uh, the combustibility of a, of is a corpse. Is that coincidence or is... Well, they're saying it's, it's a coincidence, but yeah. there's evidence there to suggest... That they might be linked somehow. Yeah. That's very strange. Linked to the, uh, linked to the Earth somehow. Professor David G of Leeds, that's G-E-E, Right. Made candles out of human flesh wrapped in cloth and then showed that the flesh would burn away to ash like a cigar if it was placed in a draft of air. And it seems like the most satisfactory explanation of why the unclothed extremities of the corpses seemed to survive unscathed if the body had been ignited by a flame. So right. the extremities don't burn because they're too far away from the main part of the body, which right, is the yeah. bit that will. So it's like combust. the fire would. Yeah. Yeah, the flames so, would die down before they. Yeah, would. yeah so I it's, mean, that... it's a very strange phenomenon, but no one's ever really been able to prove it because it seems to happen to these sedentary people who aren't out and about. It doesn't happen like in the middle of the high street, you know. No one's ever combusted. Yeah, no, that's very true. Um, it, it, it's it would seem like if they say it's due to like the police from that guy in 1980 in Wales, they said it's the wicking effect, didn't they? Yeah, and the they said it seemed that he inhaled the cause of his. Mm, and combustion. that also fed it yeah so like if you have obviously alcohol is very flammable so if you've been drinking lots of alcohol and if you're a smoker mm. and then the conditions just happen to be perfect yeah. to ignite the flame 
Exactly. It seems very unlikely that it's like, but then that also links to the candle, the wicking effect. Mm. Like if the flame is in your mouth acting as the wick and it travels down inside your body and ignites then the rest it, of the alcohol. Exactly. And you burn from the inside out. Yeah. That yeah. Very strange. So that's like another myth like a like well, a mystery yeah. myth. Like I say, it, it's a bit of a strange one because like I say, it, it happens to older alcoholic gentlemen. Cigarettes are often seen as the cause of the fire. Sometimes, go. as you were saying. The wick effect, the hypothesis suggests that small external flame source, such as a burning cigarette, chars the clothing of the victim at a location, splitting the skin and releasing subcutaneous fat which is in turn absorbed into the burning clothing, acting as a wick. Oh, uh, I see. Uh, this combustion can continue for as long as the fuel is available. This hypothesis has been successfully tested with animal tissue and is uh, consistent with evidence recovered from cases of human combustion. The human body typically has enough stored energy in fat and other chemical stores to fully combust the body. Even lean people have several pounds of fat in their tissues, this fat, once heated by the burning clothing, wicks into the clothing much as candle wax, which actually, originally, candles were made of, of animal fat. That is terrifying. Um, and they wick into a lit candle uh, to provide the fuel needed to keep the wick burning. So that's terrifying. the fat feeds the flame, which so it's not alcoholic burns the body. It's vapor. the subcutaneous fat, as well as possibly alcohol as well. This is the thing. No one really knows the exact... Yeah, it is just... Yeah, like you say, it's, it's all kind of conjecture. There's also um, claims that ball lightning could also be. Ball lightning is one of those things that I've heard a lot about, and I don't I never it. ever have seen it. No, people you don't claim hear... to have seen it. Yeah, I think my it... grandma claims to have seen ball lightning before. If you, um, if you haven't heard what they, I mean, I can't imagine that you wouldn't. It's like a ball of electricity. Yeah, isn't it? basically, that just it's like a flaming ball of electricity. That yeah, it can float in an erratic manner. It can float in a dead straight ma- manner. It can go through walls, yeah, windows, it just burns holes. And yeah, so they're saying that ball lightning, if it hits you, possibly could cause you to combust because it's quite. I imagine obviously it would. It's high voltage, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, there's slightly more pseudo scientific explanations like psychic suicide Um, but there's also a scientist called larry e arnold he wrote a book called a blaze in 1995 and uh proposed that there was a new subatomic particle called pyrotron um and i'm sure i read a comic about that guy (laughs) and that in extreme stress uh it could trigger um combustion by mixing with certain chemicals and things in the yeah. body but there's no actual proof of this and but then again the... all all great scientific discoveries start with a theory mm, so true. but it's just amazing that it still happens because it's one of these things you kind of hear about in the 18 like in dickens yeah, yeah people yeah. spontaneously combust but that's because he like like witchcraft and yeah. mystery and magic and things like yeah. that back then didn't but they? you still got i mean like say 1980 there was one in 2010 um, an Irishman from County Galway, Michael Fla- Flaherty, was recorded. The de- the cause of his death was recorded as spontaneous combustion by a coroner. August of 2013, Rahul, a two and one half month old infant from Tamil in India, uh, was admitted to a hospital in Chennai, uh, having four reported burn injuries since death. 
Initial tests ruled out any abnormalities and further results led to the hospital to conclude that it was not spontaneous human combustion. The baby's mother used to live in another village which had come to light in the news in 2004 uh, when residents had complained that their homes spontaneously burst into flames. And basically what happened was um, once they started to investigate this particular village in India, cow dung had been present around the houses right. and the phosphorus in the ha- in the yeah, um, yeah. in the cow dung in the manure um it has quite a low ignition point but can cause fires so oh, they okay. were thinking that it might be that as well but obviously that's a completely debunked one but yeah so they, they a, thought that the baby was spontaneously combusting yeah, around random actually, intervals but it, it could have been caused by cow dung crazy yeah yeah but uh, yeah, spontaneous human combustion, it's real. It's an interesting but subject. no one has ever really witnessed it. There's been a few kind of scientific experiments into it. It's one, it of, just, the, it's it's, one of our mysterious ones. Mm, it's kind of go and look it up yourself and try and make yeah, up your own mind. Yeah, there's some interesting pictures that you can see on the internet as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's it's a real thing, but quite why it happens, no one really knows. Yeah. There's some pretty good theories out there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like the um, the wicking effect one. Mm, yeah, that but seems I mean, yeah, to like be you, the one with the most... If you started bursting into flames. Well, this is it. How fast does it happen? You don't know, do you? No. They're still sat down, aren't they? Yeah. These people are... But then if they're completely off their trolleys, well, yeah, completely yeah. pissed off their heads, they could, you know... It's true. They be asleep, passed it. out and not know that it's happening to them. Mm. I don't like the idea that the feet are still there. No, I know. Yeah, that's creepy, really creepy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if you've got any counterpoints to our mysteries mm. and debunkings and things like that, and any points that you want to raise on it that you might have heard somewhere else, just let us know. Mm. I would say at Shiptie on Twitter or Shiptie, a show at shiptietransit.com mm-hmm. or abhpod at gmail.com and get in contact with us. Yeah. And if there's anything you want us yeah. to talk about. Yeah, if there's anything you've heard of, any kind of internet rumour investigate, urban legend or anything like that that you'd like us to talk about and have a look into, see whether it's real or not, yeah. give us a shout. Let us know. Or um, if you want to discuss it yourself. By all means. Please. Yeah, we've had Stephen on the last episode. Yeah, which I thoroughly enjoyed. <clears throat> yeah, it was, uh, it was really, really interesting. Yeah. And just shows you that you can do it. Yeah. Just give us a shout. We'll set up a we'll set up a way to go about it. If you're local to us, it's much easier. Yeah, Tom's if got not, his new laptop, so Skype's an option. Skype is an option. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there are there are many ways of doing this. Or if you've got a friend that you can sit down and have a chat with about stuff. Yeah. Just can... record the conversation and send it over to us. Yeah. Yeah. But get in contact with us and let us know, and we'll sort something we'll out. Sort for it you. out. Yeah. Sort it out. <laughs> um. Yeah, if you have enjoyed the, listening to the show, don't forget to head over to iTunes or Stitcher or whatever mm. podcatcher you use and search for Ship Time Transit and uh, subscribe, please. Mm. And while you're there, give us a rating and a review, which it, really does help people find us. It all helps. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> so, yeah. So for this time on Ship Time Transit, yes. I've been Tom with Spontaneous Human Combustion. And I've been Ant with my uh, penny dropping myth. Mm. See you next time. Bye-bye. Whenever that should be. <laughs>